Welcome to the Marriage Cafe, where marriages come alive through the Word of God. With your host, Bishop William Pittman and Prophetess Loretta Pittman. Now get yourself a cup of something special and enjoy your time in the Marriage Cafe. Hello. Hello, 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 hello. We are here. Yes. We are here and we are live. Let me get in here. All right. Hey everybody. We hope we hope you all can see us and hear us very clearly. Um, let us know if you can. We want to make sure that we are uh you know, that we're talking live and that we are you loud know that yeah, loud enough. Is. There you go. <laughs> There you go. I'm also on our YouTube channel. I'm in my YouTube page. So if you guys are on YouTube, we are there. You know, our YouTube channel is our main channel right now. And so um, we are live and we are here. Yeah, we're live and we're here. Say it again. Yeah, so if you need us, I mean, if, you, if you're, like I said, if you are in the YouTube, on the YouTube channel, I'm here. So if you need to talk, we can. All right. Alrighty. Well, we're getting there, y'all. All right. Just want to make sure I was in all the places that I need to be in. We're just trying to wait for you guys to come on in. Come on in. And then we want you guys to start sharing because this year we truly want to grow. Marriage Cafe needs to grow. And we need you guys to help us to do that. We are, we are doing our part to get the word out about Marriage Cafe. Uh, we're on a lot of different places. We're in a different lot of different places. We're on Amazon Music. Um, now we're, um, you know, we're just we're in a lot of different places. We're on uh, Spotify. We we are in Apple. You know, so we're getting the word out. We just want you guys to help us a little bit, right? Yeah. Okay. So yes, yes, yes. If you could just share, share, and share, and share, and share again. Yep. That would be really nice from your pages. To just help us to grow. We really want to reach um, a milestone this year. This is the beginning of 2023. And we want to do something, you know, big and exciting. So, just need you guys to help us out. So, we're going to wait for you guys to come on in. And then we're going to get going because we are podcasting as well. So, we definitely want to let you know that. But we are grateful and very thankful that you guys are with us again. We are back on Facebook. All right. Um, back on Facebook. Back on Facebook, as well as we're in um, the Marriage Cafe. Uh, okay. Yeah, my mics are. Okay. All right. So we need to cut these down some. So let's see. Alrighty. Our mouth mics are a little bit too loud. So let's see. How do we cut these down? Let me see. Maybe right here. Click this switch off. Nope, I don't want to do that. Slide them back. Slide them back. All right. I'm seeing it. Okay. Hopefully we sound <clears throat> we sound better now. Hopefully. We getting there behind the scenes. <laughs> Behind the scenes activity. 
Uh, see what's happening. What's happening is both mics, when you're talking your mic, you're talking in mine too. You should be this way in your own. Stay out of mine. <laughs> Right. Okay. Got you. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. So use your mic control here. Um, is what we're being told to turn it down some. Uh, how about now? Is it better? Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Okay. Let us know if it's better. Okay, all right, so I'll go here then. Okay, hopefully now is it better? We don't want to be sounding like we're double, but my husband was talking in my mic when he should be talking in his own. Yeah, we got big time. We got two mics now. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. So anyway, um... Anyway, we are here, we are live, and like I said, we're just waiting for you guys to come on in. I'm sure you're on in now, so we're going to go ahead, and we are going to get started. All right, okay, and we're going to go ahead and get started already now. Our so, um, said we are good. yeah, our producer said we are good, we are good, good to go, well, praise ye the Lord, okay? We're glad to be back with y'all, and we're glad yes. to be back on Facebook, too, with y'all, so, because it just seemed like everybody was... Not coming into the um, YouTube. the YouTube channel for yes. some reason, but hopefully everybody will be here. All right. Hey, so just want to say hello to everyone. Like we said, once you come in, just share, share, and share. We are on Facebook again, so if Facebook is easier for you, that's fine. If YouTube is easier for you, that's fine, but we're in both places now. So you can, if you want to go back to uh, Facebook, if you don't want to be into the YouTube, that's fine. However you see fit. Yeah. All right. We just want you guys to share, share, and share. Yes. Okay. So anyway, oh, all ready? right. Okay. Talking your mic and I'm going to talk in mine. Now stop trying to come over here. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Marriage Cafe where marriages come alive through the Word of God. I'm Providence Loretta Pittman. I'm Bishop William Pittman. And we're going to go to the Lord in prayer and then we're going to get started with our topic tonight. All right. Well, let's pray. All right. Dear Lord, we're so thankful for another opportunity to come live tonight. Yes. Thank you for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy, oh Lord. Just thank, thank you for tonight. And as I said, thank you for this opportunity. Again, we pray for all the listeners tonight. Yes. And Lord, just give us a word tonight. Yes. We just want to hear from you and just thank you tonight, Lord. We give you the praise, honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Lord, let your will be done. Hallelujah. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But anyway, we've been gone for a while from the cafe because we needed a little bit of uh, me time, I guess some us time, mm -hmm. some family time. We needed some of that, so we took the time out to do that. You have to take the time out to take care of you, yourself, your mental health, your family, you know, all of those things, spending time with the Lord. But of course, we spend time with the Lord every day, but you need to have, you know, to be able to take that time out to be, you know, with your family and stuff, right? Yes. Okay, why are you just well, you sitting know, there like... like <laughs> okay. You know, I was just thinking for a moment. <laughs> right, you know, okay. It's always the new year. Yes. You know, January 2023. Yes. You know, so you got to thank God that we live to see a new, you know, live to see a new year. Yes. So, you know, and it's like in the beginning, everybody said goals, making plans and, 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people say, you know, I want to get closer to God or I want to lose weight or mm-hmm. lose job or whatever things you want to uh, put in, you know, you set goals. Yes. And, and then you try to strive to do, you know, to get to those goals. So it's just good, really, to write some things down, but don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. Yes. Just write some things down. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And just as long as you, you should be proud of yourself as long as you taking steps forward in your life. Mm-hmm. That's really, don't put a lot of, uh, that's what a lot of us do. We start off in the beginning of the year and you want to accomplish, try to accomplish so much. And you just take baby steps. Yes, baby it, steps. It takes you some time to, a lot of people I know, they put on a lot of weight and then they expect to lose it overnight. It don't happen. Right. A lot of people think change is supposed to come overnight. But you take baby steps or, you know, just just stay in prayer and keep going forward. That's Amen. all you got to do. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. My husband likes, yeah, yeah. likes to conversate. But anywho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keep going forward. No, keep going no forward. that's good. But well, we right. did. We had some fun over the Christmas holiday. How was everybody's holiday? Our holiday was really fun. We went to um, the Poconos, right? Mm-hmm. We enjoyed ourselves in the Poconos with... You know, our family members and stuff, my sisters and their grown children and me and my grown children. Yes. We, we had all fun. had a wonderful Christmas. Fun, fun, oh, my fun. God. We had so much fun together. Like, that was our first time ever doing that. Um, everybody getting together and coming from different parts to go. And it was a last minute thing, but it was fun. We had a wonderful, wonderful time. Ended up having a beautiful time. So. I pray that everybody had a wonderful holiday. I know the holidays are over now, New Year. Um, well, we didn't really do anything New Year's. We kind of just hung in and mm-hmm. and went to bed early, okay? And uh, so that's how we actually did New Year's. But anyway. So how was y'all New Year's? How was everybody else's, yes, New, new Year, Year coming in and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, you know? You know how people, they make these goals and stuff, you know? And it's like, think about last year. Think about last year at the beginning of last year. Did you keep your promises to yourself in the goals in which you made for the end of last year, which was 2022? And now we're entered into this new year. And you know how, like I said, people make these promises to themselves that they're going to do this, that, or what have you. Are you really going to do those things? Are you working on those things you say you're going to do? Uh, all, all of that stuff. So, you know, we just want to make sure that when you make these promises to yourself, or if you're going to do, you know, anything new, that you do that, right? Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's mm-hmm. right. Just, you know, like I was saying, you take baby steps. Yes. And just work on, you know, work on them slowly. And mm-hmm. as long as, just be proud of yourself. If yes. you accomplish one thing, just, yes. just be proud of yourself. And that's that's more important than second goals is just you're working towards something. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You're not mm-hmm. out, out there just spread it out all over the place or trying to accomplish so many things at once. Yes. You set a goal. It, it just gives you a focus. Yes. And, and it's, you know, it just makes you feel good if you could just accomplish. Just keep just keep going forward. Yeah, just keep building. Just take your yeah. time this year. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the goals you set, make them realistic. And then just work on it each thing, you know, each time that you can. Work on it and work towards it. So then by the time we get to you know, the holidays again this year, you know, you have really done some things. You know, what I do is I keep a, a, a calendar journal 
you know, so I have like a, a calendar, a planner or whatever, and then I put things in there each month, the things, and then I write on the bottom the things that I'm accomplishing. I also write those things on a board. I have a er dry erase board downstairs, and I'll write things on my dry erase board, and most of the time, I've gotten a lot of those things accomplished, and then I erase those things and put in new things. So, you know, get in the habit of doing something like that. You know, if you have goals, you know, get in the habit of every month trying to accomplish little by little of what you can do. You know? So anyway, we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about other things. So go ahead, husband. Yeah, I want to, um, you know, this is one what you was just saying. A lot of people would say, I want a deeper connection <clears throat> with God. Yes. You know, or I want a better, you know, better That's your better my marriage or <laughs> better my relationship yes. or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And then the steps, you know, I was just thinking about it just now. We're talking about a deeper, deeper connection with God is really just spending more time with him. You know, so when you see that area, you just spend more time with him. What? In praying. Relax, honey. Like, relax. It's all good. Calm yeah. Down. Okay. No, I just want you no, to relax because no, no. you feel a little stuffy. No. I just want you to relax, okay? <laughs> Go ahead, honey. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go. Really a deeper connection with God. Yeah, so. there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that, that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to to, uh-huh. to to hold each other's hand and, and to walk through life no, together. Right. And if we see something, to help, you know, mm-hmm. each other. So, yeah. I don't want you to relax because you seem like you was a little nervous. So, that's all. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was just trying. You were just serious in, yeah, yeah. in your... In your yeah, he, yeah. When he, when my husband gets into that, let's go and let's talk situation mode, boy, leave him alone. Well, you know what it is, because I, like, when God give you a word, I just try to really hear from him and what he wants to say. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and get the point across. Yes. What, what God wants to say. Not what, what you're I, saying. And not what I want to say. Yes. And then the word that came to me today is really respect. Mm-hmm. You know, it says in scripture, husbands supposed to respect their wives. And wives love your husband. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So respect, I thought about the point of respect was when we following, uh, it's really like God has a set uh, set place and a set time for everything that he does. Mm-hmm. So God is a God of order. So yes. when we do things, we're supposed to do things decency and in order. Yes. So I was just looking at a lot of people when they, uh, what I want to talk about tonight is when a lot of people start dating. Mm-hmm. And you get connected with somebody else, and a lot of people are feeling. We talk to a lot of married couple and a lot of people that's dating, and it's really a lot of disrespect when it comes to uh, bringing someone else into your family. Mm-hmm. You know? And then I get to the, you know, what I was always thinking: why people have to come when you come? They feel it's like the mother-in-laws or the parents are like, uh, it's got to be a bad relationship. Right. You know, it don't have to be a bad relationship. Mm -hmm. It's how a person come at another person. Even when you're doing business or whatever you're doing and you meet somebody, your first impression is what you what you put out there is what you're going to receive. Yes. So if you come with an expectation of, uh, you know, just being yourself and you put yourself out there. So, you know, you're not changing. You just being yourself. So you expect people to receive you for who you are. Yes. So a lot of problems come in when people try to change people. Okay. When you try to change someone to be what you want them to be. Mm-hmm. But the pe- uh, person that you meet has got to be himself, and that's what you got to accept, what you see, what yes. you get. You know what I'm saying? What mm-hmm. he's putting out there. Mm-hmm. This is the real him. So you that's what dating does in the beginning of the relationship. Dating, 
make you see the real, you're supposed to see that real person for who he is. Okay. And then you want to take it to another level. Mm-hmm, that's right. But a lot of people, like husband and wives, you neglect to follow the guidelines God has set in place. And that's, that's the problem I see with a lot of marriage and a lot of relationships. They want to go their own direction. And what I mean by that, I wrote down three things here. And I want you to think about this tonight in order. How would you, would you, when you meet a person, what do you say to that person or what's in your mind? Do you want to be first intimate with this person or you want a commitment from this person or you want trust? Mm. Those three things and I, when I wrote them down, the Holy Spirit gave them to me. Uh, do you want to, in the beginning, you know, that would be under sex. Right. Intimate, yeah, because you know? people will jump in bed quicker than they would want the other things first. Right. Mm-hmm. So, in order, how mm-hmm. how do you, when you first met your partner or whatever, what did you think about? Number one, being intimate with them? Or did you think about having a commitment with this person? Or did you think about building trust with this person? Mm-hmm. It's how you build a relationship, how you start how you your start life out. together. Yes. And a lot of us come to it as a man, you know, you're thinking about, you know, the sex, sex of it all. part. Yes. You know, you're not really thinking about, oh, I want a commitment with this person. That's right. Or I really want to build trust That's with this person. That's what they're thinking about, ladies. Or I just want, you know, or I just care about this person and I want to build a relationship with this person. Right. When you met your spouse or got started dating, what did you, how was your feelings? Mm-hmm. You know, what did you, let's hear from some people tonight. How did you feel when you first saw your spouse? Did you just want to sleep with them off the bat? Or did you say, man, this is a person that I can really work with? Mm. You know, I really like, you know, what I see. I'm trying to think and what I, I want thought. to build on this. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, first thing I thought was you was fine. Okay, <laughs> let's keep it real. That's the first thing I thought. Now, mm-hmm. jumping in bed with you all fast? No, because we didn't do that. You know, it took a while for me to trust you like that. Because you can't be trusting everybody like that all fast and stuff, Mm -hmm. jumping in the bed and doing all. No, when I met him, it was no jumping and no in no bed. Oh, no, no, no. We need to get to know each other. I need to know who you are. I need to know what you're thinking. I need to know, do you got a job? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I need to know how you feel, what's going on in your head. If I could trust you around my daughter, because at the time I had a daughter, had my baby. And we was not doing that. So for me, it was that you was a nice looking man and I wanted to get to know more about you. I wanted to know more about what you were thinking. You know, what where was you at as far as what you wanted, you know what I'm saying, in the relationship. So that's what it was for me. Because I had already did all that other stuff, you know, with my with the baby's father and I wasn't going there with a new relationship. I wasn't going to start out what I did in an old relationship into a new relationship. We weren't going to do that. So we needed to know, you know, I needed to know some things first. So that means you learned, you know, you learned some things growing up along the way. Yes. What we go through, we're supposed to learn. That's right. Every relationship you involved in, you're supposed to learn and you take something from that relationship to the good from that relationship and take it to the next relationship. Yes. You know, but... In the beginning, I thought of like, because I was country, I was naive. I didn't think about, you know, sleeping with you right away. You know, I right. thought about. Yeah, that was the building. nice thing. You know what? That was the nice thing about you. I, I, I mean, I know that I might have told you this before. If I haven't, then I'm telling you now. But that that was the nicest thing about you because you wasn't like 
um, presenting yourself like that and you never like, it wasn't not like a push thing. Like, you know, we got to have, you know, we got to be together sexually before we could be in a relationship. You wasn't like that at all. You was totally a gentleman, total gentleman. Yeah, and this is what I wrote down because it's so good. <laughs> no, no, I love what you're saying because it, it well, takes time. Quiet on that it, no, no, it takes time to build a life together as one. Yes. We keep talking about one, you know, becoming one <clears throat> with each other, and it takes time. Right. And I I think really tonight it comes together because we, you know, talking with family members and other couples, mm-hmm. a lot of people have problems because they don't take the time to, the, to build a relationship with this person. Get to yes. really get to know this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of worrying about sleeping with them right away, mm-hmm. worry about building on something, uh, what brought y'all together, what right. you like about each other, right. what you have in common, exactly. what you want to build on yes. to get us to where we need to get to. Yes. And I thought about it because really what brought it all out, we was talking to uh, a couple that was from Africa and, and this, the, uh, what the, fa- the expectation of the family, right. her family, mm-hmm. to get her, you know, him to have her, you know, their daughter. Right. And, I, and it came to play like in America, a lot of people now feel as though you can just come meet a girl or whatever. As long as we love each other, we're going to be happy. Forget the family. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it's supposed to be. When you come and you ask for my daughter's hand or you want to come into a person's family, you're supposed to come with respect. Yes. You know? And Definitely. When you come with, re- what I mean by respect, you respect their parents, you respect them because you you didn't have that child. Mm-hmm. They did. That's right. So what gives you the right to come to someone's home and just feel as like you can take their children or whatever, their child, and just say, okay, we're going to love each other. Forget the parents. Right, forget the family. You know, that's how, That's not how it's that's supposed not, to be. That's not realistic. Yeah, because you got a person like that. A lot of times when a person trying to separate you from your family, it's not going to be good anyway. Stay in your mind. No, okay. <laughs> Stay <laughs> over there and stop keep, I'm gonna, turning this way. go back to one. <laughs> yeah. I so see anyway, you want to go back yeah, to yeah, one. Yeah, because I'm so used to this one. <laughs> so anyway... When you come to a person's family, you're supposed to have respect. Yes. And what I mean by that, you're going you're gonna to love what they love. Yes. Because I thought about it tonight. It's so easy for one person to look like, you know, I can't stand your parents or whatever. Well, what you think about your own parents? Yes. What child can disrespect their parents oh, excuse if, you, me. if you really love them? If you want them, you know, your mom and your dad, who want to hurt their mom and their dad? Mm-hmm. You know, because they love you, you love them. Mm-hmm. Same way when you taking on somebody else's child, you're supposed to love their parents mm-hmm. because really their parents are looking out for them and your parents are looking out for you. So y'all be, y'all are becoming one too, one family together. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do it with love and respect. Uh-huh. So that's what you build on. Yes. So really, you know, number one, I always tell everybody, you got to build trust because y'all don't know each other. Mm-hmm. So in a relationship, the first thing you should build is trust. You know, can I leave uh, money around them? Can I trust them to be straight up with me or do they lie or whatever? That's yes. what, this is things that you're finding out in the beginning of a relationship. Yes. So you're building trust first. Then as trust build up, you started being committed to this person. Mm-hmm. You build commitment. You're building on commitment. So there's steps in a relationship. So you're building trust, commitment, and then you go into uh, starting a relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. And y'all decide to come together as one and be intimate. The Bible says this. I'm going to give you scripture. John 10, 1 says this. John 10, verse 1. Truly, truly, I say to you, he also does not 
enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way. That man is a thief and a robber. Mm. And I use that, even God call you that. When you come in the wrong way, you're a thief and a robber. Mm-hmm. So when you go and expect them to take a, uh, a man's uh, daughter's hand, and you come in and you try to be slick about it and not come in the right way and not be respectful and all those, the Bible calls you a thief and a robber. Yes. Because that's what you did. Yes. Because you know? the question came up, the other day, remember we were talking about this, and that's why we're discussing this tonight. But there was a question that came up in one of the groups that that we're in about: um, Is it okay that the guy loves the lady and wants to marry her, but the man's family don't like the woman? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is where this is derived from, um, on top of you know other things, but. That's what the question was. And so is it okay for the man to love the lady, but for the man's family not to like the lady? No, that's not okay. Because still, that woman is going to have to be around his family at some point. Some point. At some yeah. point, whether it be the holidays, whether it be, you know, another event or something, especially if that person loved their parents. Yes, they may love you and be ready to marry you. But if those parents do not get along with you and don't like you, I'm telling you, that's just a recipe for a disaster. It just doesn't work out. Unless as time go on, the parents begin to like you. But a lot of times I have seen this, that when that happens and that person don't come in the right way, like you saying, coming in the right doors, meaning meeting the parents and the parents liking what they see in this person for their son or daughter, it just don't work. And it just don't work. It don't. And so you're constantly going to have conflict. There's going to be constant conflict. Now, if someone out here now, and I know somebody been through this, you can get on here and chime in. But this is what we're saying here. Because we have the experience of two people coming into our family um, that's, uh, you know, that's married now into our family. And we had to, you know, we we always tell our our children when they were growing up in those things that the person that they do get with in their lives should love what they love. And if that man loves his mom and father, mother and father, and this woman comes in and his mom and his dad do not agree with her, he's going to not, not a lot of times side with his parents. If he don't and he decides to marry you, He's doing it because, yeah, he loves you, and he probably is defying what they're saying to him. But all in all, it's like I said, it always leads to dis- it leads to disaster. It just does. Yeah, because I know a lot of times. Because that's your, still not the right way to do it. Yeah, because a lot of times your parents or they feel something or a family member say, no, there's something not right about that person right. or whatever it may mm-hmm. be. And then you find you feel, the, and then later on it'd be like, yeah, I knew something was wrong with that person. Right, right, you because. Know? What that hap- what happens in that situation is that that begins to divide the family because the family don't like this person, you like this person, the family don't. Now you're in a division. This per you this guy he loves his parents and love and respect what they have to say, but at the same time he loves this woman that they don't like and so all that is just the recipe for just like I said, division and disaster and argument and dislike and hate and all all the things that's not of God. So the best way to do that is for that person to come through the, the right door. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't want to take over no, your no, time. No, no. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> they have to come through right. their they have to come through the right channels. Yeah, because the whole thing is like uh the whole thing, some people think they can just come, you know, 
it um come in the door the wrong way and and it and expect and it wants you to accept it. Yes. And God, like I said, God is a God of order. When you come to God, you got to come to Him decency and in order. Mm -hmm. Same way when you come to another person's family, and and what it is too, you you want to present the number one thing I want to put out there tonight is it's like if you're going for a job interview mm -hmm. or you going to church the first time. What you that first impression, what you put out there. Is what you gonna get back? Yeah, attitude. Mm -hmm. what, you know how you carry yourself. Do you have respect for yourself? People respect you if you got respect for yourself. Yes. And what I mean by that, you should wanna be. If you're going to meet a person's parents the first time, you wanna be dressed nice. You wanna make sure you showered. You know, you look in the part and you care and you got something to offer. Yes. If you come in to ask for somebody's hand, what do you have? My daughter's hand or my son or whatever it may be whoever it may be, you want to come respectful. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully we're helping somebody tonight. Yes. Just don't come to somebody's house any kind of way. Yes. But what you want to do? What What are your goals? Yes. What you have to, yes. to present yourself? Yeah, can you afford to take care of my daughter? That's good. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's the main thing. Can you afford it? Because uh, uh, some religions, they say, hey, you can't have a wife unless you can afford to take care of her. Yeah. You know what I'm that saying? That was the talk my mom had with you, remember? Yeah. She said, Loretta's expensive. You're going to have to be able to do this, that, or what have you. And you, you, you've you, been so, handling your business. So, really, when someone comes, do we have a job? Yes. Do we have his own place? Yes. You know, do we have transportation? Mm -hmm. Do we have money saved in the bank? Yes. Can he afford to? Because, really, a lot of men, when you talk about getting married, now you're talking about a family. A family yes. going to come into play sooner or later. That's right. So, what is this person that you're building on? What do you have to present? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the reason we're talking this way tonight because I see so many young people getting involved and the person has nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He don't have a job or he working part-time and all, or, you know, catching the bus to work and all this kind of stuff. Not saying none of this stuff is bad, but what we trying to, what I'm trying to get to you tonight is... Saying your mic. Yeah, what I'm trying to <laughs> deliver the message tonight, you want to be established. Mm -hmm. You know, that's this is really the key. Uh, we don't want you to go through some of the things that we've been through. We that's want right. your marriage to be success, successful. That's what the Marriage Cafe is all about. Yes. You know, the we want you guys cafe. to have successful yeah. relationships and su successful marriages. Long-lasting marriages, you know. And the way you get there, you take a lot of pressure off of you because it's a lot of, you know, number one thing people get divorced most of the time is over money. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. so really, if you think about it, what we're trying to do is prepare yourself. Go to college. Make something out of yourself. Get yes. a trade. Mm -hmm. Get some money saved. Mm -hmm. Get you a good job. You know, things do happen along the way. But if you know you got that trade or that degree or mm -hmm. whatever, you got something to fall back on. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You you already, you, you, you're getting ahead of the eight ball. This is what I'm trying to tell you tonight. You always want to be not struggling, not behind the eight ball. Now I'm giving myself a fair chance to get ahead because I know, hey, my fiance or my wife, she's working. I'm working. We're building something together. Now we can start going further. And that's what I want y'all to get it. Don't just bring somebody to your parents' house and you know you struggling, they struggling. Now you got to ask your family for help. Mm -hmm. So really build on that before you talk about building a relationship or getting married. All right. Yeah. All righty. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Know. I think that's definitely what needs to happen. Like I said, you know, that you have to, that person should love what you love and yeah. should be ready to be able to take on that task of taking care of you. 
You know, yes. that was a, a talk that I had also with my son-in-law, um, my first son-in-law. And I was like, are you going to be able to take care of her? You ain't going to be, cutting, you know, bothering us about this, that, or whatever. You know, you're going to be able to handle your business. So he's been doing his job. So, you know, hey, both of them, they, be, they got two son-in-laws now, and they've been handling their business. So, you know, it's all about how they come in the door. Yeah. The right door, not in the back door, and then split people's families. That's not how that's supposed to happen. So Yeah, because, you know, it's like, <clears throat> well, you know, when if we had to go back and say, you know, I would never, I wouldn't change anything. Mm -hmm. but I would do as far as my personal life. I would, you know, they was telling me when I got to school, you at least want to try to get a year of college or whatever, get a trade under your belt. You know what I'm saying? I ain't do none of that. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> but it was all right. Because but it was all right because I knew you was I a had, hard worker already. Yeah, so so uh, you, you know you work at two jobs. When I when I met my husband, he worked at two jobs, and it's just him. I'm like, what's going on? You know. I've always been a worker. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference for some people. But if you, but like I said, what we sharing tonight and what I'm putting out there is just give yourself a head start. Some. Something you can fall back on. You know what I'm saying? You got a trade. You got a career. You got something going on. You got some money saved. And most of all, understand that yeah. the person should love what you love. Always reference that when you are looking for a spouse. When you are looking to be married. When you are looking, if somebody's looking to marry someone in your family, that person needs to reference that they need to love what you love. Go in the same direction you're going, which is equally yoked, mm -hmm. and love what you love. If that person ain't doing those things... You know, that ain't the person. Hey, so this one key I give you tonight, and I'm done. This key here. God's plan for marriage is for it to last as long as both partners shall, should live. So that's God's plan for marriage. It's really to death do you part. To death do you part. And that's how you no divorce. Look at marriage. You can't look at marriage. Oh, as soon as I get upset, as soon as I get mad, mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm just gonna. I want a divorce. I'm yeah. gonna leave. Yeah. That's yeah. not marriage. No, that's marriage. Not. You that's not commitment. With the mindset of yeah. to death do us part. Yes, yes. Because but when you get married, there should be a commitment. Yeah. You shouldn't be quitting. If you quitting every time you get married, then you don't need to be married. Yeah, just leave you it alone. Get your way. Oh, I, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah, which is what some folks do. Yes. Your turn. All right. Well, we're going to have the sex talk when I'm with oh, me. Lord, okay. Right, we're having the sex talk sex tonight talk. because we need to talk about this sex thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let me read first. Um, I'm going to read Hebrews 13 and 4. And it says, let marriage be held in honor among all and let the marriage bed be undefiled for God will judge the sexually immoral and adventurous. I mean, adulterous. I'm sorry. I said adventurous. Yes, <laughs> and <is> adulterous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you heard what that word just said. Let the marriage bed be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Okay. <laughs> so, I want to have the sex talk with y'all tonight because we are running into too many couples who can't seem to get on the same page sexually, okay, in the bedroom. They can't get on the same page or they just not on the same page. They don't want to talk about it. They're expecting the other person to be a mind reader, which people are not mind readers when it comes to sex. Uh, a lot of folks don't want to have the sex. They tired. They did. They got all these things going on. 
Uh, also, you got a spouse sometimes that want to have sex at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Uh, not not the proper conditions, you know, not the proper feelings at the time, but just want to just get into it and want you to just jump into it with them. So we're going to talk about that right now. So, um, all right. All right. All right. Let's get into it. So I want to say this. I want to read this first. It says having sex is an extremely um, intimate act we can where we can feel very vulnerable and uneasy and find a diff and find it difficult sometimes to have a dialogue okay all right and have a dialogue so it says fear of rejection um not performing sometimes these are the things that we go through fear of rejection not performing uh well enough uh, our body you know insecurities or anxiety about uh disclosing um, an unusual sexual desire um, can stop us from com um, communicating freely, okay, sexually, all right, or just even talking about it, okay. Another reason is neglect. Neglect is a major reason couples struggle to maintain intimacy. Time and energy are taken away from the relationship because of work, hobbies, children, or even extra marital relationships which no one should be having so we need to understand that the talk having the sex talk is very important we need to talk to our spouses what is it that we so shy about when it comes to it we're doing it you done had children as a result of it so why is it that is you know why is it that folks are so scared about having talks with their spouse about sex and what they want and how they feel and what how what they desire and 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 what is it? I I think I think the <laughs> what problem is was it? because a lot of I think of what <clears throat> I would always tell people back uh, in Baptist church they never talk about sex and they never talk about money mm. money but everybody want both everybody doing it too yeah so the deal is they covered it up so much you didn't hear about it mm -hmm. so now when you now all this go through the whole twelve years or whatever you and high school and all this type of stuff you never heard about it now all of a sudden it's coming out but not now it's different nowadays yes. young kids everybody hearing about sex and everything like mm -hmm. that everybody wants to do it but like you said nobody nobody wants to talk, wants about, to talk it. about it there's a time and a place for it and at a certain age you should be mature enough to have sex yes now when you mature enough to have sex now you got to talk about it yeah you should you be mature enough to talk with. yes you should you be know? mature enough to discuss with yes. that person even before you even get with, even when you're while dating yes. to talk about this, you know what I'm saying? But mainly when you're in a marriage, because a lot of people are getting, they don't want it at the time. They are tired. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want it to, they are, some of them, like I said, they are afraid to talk about it. And it's like, how are you going to keep the fire lit in your, in your marriage? If you're not talking about sex, if you're not having sex, if your spouse is frustrated with you and have to go do other things in order to get gratification, we got to talk about this stuff. We should not have these things going on in our marriages. We should be very satisfied and happy in that area. And it's, and it, and it can happen. It can happen. So let me talk about, let me tell you what, what sex is. So sex helps you feel closer to your partner. It is the most intimate physical act you and your partner can experience with each other. Without it, you know, without it, uh, it's easy to lose sight of your connection. You have to have it because it will, you will lose sight of your connection. Relationships and a healthy sex life 
um, take constant work. It does. It takes work. And so therefore, because it takes constant work, you should want to work mm -hmm. at it to where it's conducive to you, that it feels good to you, that it's exciting for you and all of those things. I mean, God made the sex for us to have and we should want to have it. And also we should want to talk about what we want in the walls of it. You know what I mean? In the walls of that area. So we shouldn't have to be sexually frustrated. We should tell our partners when they don't please us or when they're not doing something that we want done. And yes. we should be able to tell them what does work, what is pleasing, what is working, and how it feels, and, you know, and all of those things. You know, um, we should be complimenting our spouses, letting them know how sexy they are, letting them know, you know, I'm into you, I love you, those kind of things. Not allowing them to be sexually so sexually frustrated with you that you don't even want to tell them they're sexy you don't even want to talk about sex and some folks don't even want to get undressed in front of their spouses they'll go in the bathroom and get undressed in the bathroom and come out with their nightwear on because they don't want that spouse to see them naked because they don't want no sex they just not interested well you know what is that well you know some people <laughs> <laughs> i believe some people are I think some people got this <laughs> ideal of sex and being in a relationship or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. You're not going to always be young. You do get older. Yes, you get so older. So certain, the older you get, you, you grow. You grow on, this is this is part of growing together as one. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to do have sex maybe five, you know, five days a week or whatever it may be or whatever y'all agree to. You know, it's whatever really pleasing to the both of you. Yes. You know, you come to an agreement in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, when you want, you know, if somebody get a different job or or both of you working now. So you come in agreement, you know what I'm saying? You know, as you work and do it, you still got to have pleasure. You know what, that I'm, what saying? I'm saying? You should have, you should play as hard yeah. as you work. So the deal is, is, is communicating it. Yes. There's nothing wrong with saying now, like you said, have the sex talk. Yes. You know, hey, we can't do it five days no more. Let's do it three. Let's yes. do it two. Yes. It's whatever is good for you in this relationship or if she, she don't feel like it tonight. Sometimes you don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. We just hold each other. That's what some people, a lot of men don't want to do that. Kiss, no, they don't want to do that, old. please. And, but you get used to that being, <laughs> it it's all comes from the family or what yes. you've seen and how you grow up. Yes. So what it is, you it's, learn. And that's true. It's all about how you felt about sex yes i guess growing up and growing into a marriage mm -hmm. or into a relationship with a person and yes sex is always exciting in the beginning because you're just getting to know each other mm -hmm. and of course you want to you know wear each other out pretty much but then once you get married and you're married and you're having the sex when you're married and you first you know like i said you first get married in those things then something happens as time go on now is it boredom what is it is it is it that you just not into that person? Is it just that you just don't feel like it? It you know, a lot of some people going through different things though in their body. Also yes. too, mental health has a lot to do with sex. Mm -hmm. Because if that person is not not let me get this straight here and let me let me just break this down. Mm -hmm. If that person is not in sometimes, depending on the person, sometimes their mental health could stop them from wanting to be sexually active because things ain't right in the house. You know, could be finances, like you said. It could be, mm -hmm. it could be um, bills ain't right. It could be all these other external things that could be in the mind of that person at the time that this person, the, the spouse, wants sex. And it's like, I'm, I'm frustrated about these things right now. Why would I want to even entertain sex with you right now?
Well, you know, that's good what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of men would say, oh, she nagged me all the time. She's nagging. Mm-hmm. You know, she always complaining or she yeah. always want to do this and do that or whatever. Mm-hmm. When a man starts to get the attitude that you nagging and complaining, that's like anybody. Mm-hmm. You come to work all the time and you negative, you negative, you negative. So people want to stay away from you. Why? Because you negative. Yes. So really, we got to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. You know, doing things that the other spouse don't like. That's really, I see, is the key. Mm-hmm. When a person say they don't like this or they we don't need you to do this, then what you got to understand, I don't need you to do that for me. Mm-hmm. So if I say, if I don't need you to do this for me, you need to just leave that alone, okay? Yes. My husband don't like that or my wife don't like that. Mm-hmm. So this is all part of really getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. In the dating, you don't get to see that part because you're dating. But in marriage, it's... Mm-hmm. But in, in uh, when you once you get married, you start living together and you start becoming one. You find out different things along the way. Yes, it's not saying it's a bad thing. It's just something you need to communicate, and then you get a balance in that area, and you start working on it yes. as a couple. Mm-hmm. And that's this is really how you're growing to be one because you're finding out things that you like yes. or don't like, mm-hmm. or I like and what I don't like. Exactly, and we build on that. Not saying. Hey, you know, you let that tear us apart. You know, this is something we need to work on and we build on this together. Yes, that's right. That's right. So I want to talk about um, six things. Here are some easy ways to make the sex talk easier for you. So I've got six ways that you could do that. If you're not having a sex talk with your spouse, if you're not bold enough to have it, or if you're not having it, these are the easiest ways to do it. Okay, number one is schedule a time in advance to take a, to talk about sex. Schedule some time. You know, sometimes we all so busy, we got so many things to do and those kind of things. And we never really sit down and have the time to actually talk about what we're really feeling on the inside. How do we feel about sex? And that's so, it's so important to know this too. Even when you're dating, what does a person feel about sex when it comes to sex? And how often and what to do and those kind of things. You know, is the person a freak in the bed or is the person, you know what I'm saying? What 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 kind of situation are we going to have going on here? You like to be tied up. You like, you know, whatever it is that you're liking, you need to be talking about that. Because some people like bondage sex. Some people like choking sex, which is crazy to me. I mean, who wants to be choked having sex? But you got people out here who like these kind of kinky things. So you need to find out what kind of um, kinky sex this person wants to have. So you need to schedule some time to talk to that person, even if you're dating and you don't really know what this person is feeling. You need to schedule some time to talk about sex. Y'all need to schedule uh, sex talk time. Okay. Put that on your calendar. Schedule some sex talk time. Okay. That's a really, that's right. Sex talk time is a good thing to do. Okay. Yes, put that down on your calendar. And then make sure that the um, atmosphere is nice when you have this conversation. Make sure that um, you both are in a relaxing mood and um, and then have the sex talk, you know, talk, you know, time with each other. You know, when you have that um, uh, talk, it's a, you, you want to feel free within that time frame. You want to be open to your feelings about what you're discussing. So you want to be open. You want to be free. You want to be relaxed. And some people need a, need a glass of wine for that. Some people are, are okay with just being bold and open. And some people just, you know, would like to have, you know, uh, relaxing, maybe an intimate, like, kind of like atmosphere in order to talk about this. So this is a good thing. Schedule some time. Schedule some some uh, uh, time to just relax and enjoy each other while you have the text talk. Yes. Well, you know, that's the problem with, because uh, a lot of 
couples and say, oh, I don't, like, I don't know what time to approach you and everything. Like, yeah. in the beginning, you can yeah. say anything in the beginning when yes. you're first dating somebody. Mm -hmm. Nothing, you know. You don't need time. Yeah, you don't need time. Right. Because everything is on the table. Yes. You love each other. Yeah, you just going to go at it or whatever. Forever. Yes. But when you get older, why is the problem? To set time right or when, when the you, relationship gets older yes why is that a problem to set the time to have the conversation and, and be open about how you feel yeah you know there's nothing wrong with that you should be able to do that i don't know mm -hmm. what that is too when the couples are shy with each other and really don't want to talk about sex all right number two uh discuss what's working and what's not working okay and when you when you have this talk with your spouse or with your significant other you want to talk to them about what's working and what's not working, but it's the way in which you do it, okay? Because some people can come out fighting with gloves, you know what I'm saying, with the gloves on, and they can start saying certain things that hurts their spouse's feelings. You don't want to hurt their feelings. You just want to let them know, you know, what, what it is you like. So first you want to start out by saying what they are doing that is good, that you enjoy, that makes you feel good, that, um, that, you, in, you, know, that you love doing with them. And then after you tell them what you love, then you politely let them know what you think that y'all need to get rid of. You know what I mean? And you could just say you don't like that. You don't have to say they ain't good at it. You know, sometimes they not good at it. But you could just tell them, you know, well, I don't like this. Now, if you want to tell them you ain't good at this in this area, then tell them that. But tell them what they are good at. Tell them what, what you would like for them to do. Tell them you would like them to really you know, pay attention more in the area that, you know, they are doing good in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Wrong because with. if that, if that, what they are doing is getting you in the mood mm -hmm. and, and getting you to that point in the, in, in, you know, in your intimacy, then you want to tell them, well, babe, you really are doing this. You are, boy, you is good at that. Or girl, you is really good at that. You want to say those things. You want to let them know that they're really good in that area. And it's really helping you um, to, to, to get more into wanting to be with them sexually. And then, like I said, let them know nicely about what they're not doing right. If Don't come mean because you wouldn't want them to come mean at you. But also, too, you give them that time to let them, let them tell you what they don't like. And what, what they are not, you know, what you are good at, but what you're not good at. There's nothing wrong with that. So, um, so what you do like, what you don't, okay. Um, and set the mood, you know, let them know, like I said, what feels good, what's working, what's not working. And um, it's all about how you say it. It's all about how you bring the conversation. Okay. Number three, um, you know, number three is make suggestions to your spouse about what you would like. Okay, yeah. so you tell them what is working and then you tell them what you want them to do, uh, what else you want them to do. Okay, so let your spouse know how good they are in this in, in this particular area. And if there are no improvements in that area, then you want your spouse to be a connoisseur in that area. Uh -oh. So if that person is, <laughs> if that person is working really working out really good in that area. You want them to know that you want them to be a connoisseur in that area. You know, there's nothing wrong with that person really getting into that area that they are good at and learning everything about that area that they are good at in the, in the, in the sex and then really practicing to they're really good at it if they need to. <laughs> so what do you...
<laughs> what do you say about that? Well, that's all. I guess that's all a part of becoming one. Yeah. Building on what you have. And then, really, what's wrong with it? Mm-hmm. You always, like they say, a lot of people say that marriage gets dull or stale or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's really like, that's, that's really like, that's you not building on what you have. Mm-hmm. When you came into y'all first met each other, you love each other. Yes. You, know, you get married, you having sex all the time, and all this and all that, and then things start to come into play, like you yes. said. Mm-hmm. You know, work and children and all this type of stuff. So it is gonna you gotta step back a little ways, but that don't mean you gotta give it up. Mm-hmm. I think in relationships, a lot of people when you go to the extreme. Yes. Uh, since I gotta take care of the kids, we can't have sex no more. That's right. foolishness. Yeah, or you always got the kids in the bed. Yeah. Or it's always saying. about the kids, the kids, the kids. Well, you was having the sex before the kids came. Yes. You even had the sex to get the kids. So why are the kids being uh, put before your spouse? Should yeah. not, never, that should not happen. Yeah. So, you know, you got to have. Got a lot of people doing that, though. Got a lot of people place. still doing put that. Put kids to bed and, hey, the night is all night. That's right. Or, you know, get a babysitter. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. one thing we did so, not allow to happen in our household was the kids always in our bed or, you know, me and him not being intimate, you know, and, and, lo- and for long periods of time and not talk. You no, know, that's that just no, that was not happening. Yeah, so it's back to communicating, talking about it. Like you said, I, I love what you're saying, the sex talk. A lot of people don't like to have the sex talk. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with it because a lot of these things can be avoided if you just talk. Yeah. Hey, you're not satisfied. Yes. In a marriage, you're supposed to be satisfied. That's right. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with a person being getting what you like and being satisfied That's in right. your marriage That's or relationship. Right. That's right. Why? If not, you, it's because you're not having a sex talk. That's right. Because nobody can read your mind. He might think he's doing good. You know yep. some women yep. say, oh, he go out on a date talking about he was doing this and he'll tell the boys, yeah, I was tearing her up. Right, yeah. And, she and she'll go say, please, please, he wasn't nothing. <laughs> you know, he, he wasn't nothing. Exactly. <laughs> no, girl, leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't do nothing for me. Exactly. So, so. But when you come in a loving relationship, that respect, that love, that respect and love says, you know what? We can work through this. Yes. No matter what. I love you. You love me. That's right. That's, we can build on whatever we have. And that's really the whole thing. You know, the key to life is balancing out everything. Mm-hmm. Everything, communicate, trust, commitment, intimacy is all on balance. Mm-hmm. And even your relationship with God. God God is not asking us for a lot of the stuff that we do. It's us putting pressure on us or religion putting things on you. But anyway, back to what I'm saying in a loving respectable marriage you can work through any situation any season whatever you're going through you can work through it sex is just you know what if something happened Mm -hmm. and you couldn't have sex with this person anymore what would you do just leave them it's more than just building on just sex it's about the intimacy of it all it's not about the daggone sex it's about the intimacy it's about you being able to be free enough with your spouse to tell them anything yes absolutely anything and that's how we are in our marriage i can tell my husband i feel like anything Mm -hmm. he can tell me anything we can talk to each other we can communicate anything to each other and be able to come up with a solution for whatever the issue is Okay, so number four, because that was number three I gave you, mm-hmm. um, and that is also two. Uh, what, 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 what did I say here? Right, 
Okay, letting them know what you like and those kind of things, you know, in order to keep the fire burning in your marriage, you know, because that does keep the fire burning when you can let that person know that you love that they could do, they do this thing here that, that gets you, you know, to that fire in the marriage and that you want them to learn that and be more, um, more good, more better at it. In other words, you know what I'm saying? Be a connoisseur of it. So number four is be honest about what you want. Let your spouse know uh, what you want. Then to do that, uh, that's okay. Let your know. Okay. Let your spouse know what you want them to do that will be enjoyable as well as what feels good. So yes. Like we just said again, if you want, if that person is doing something good in an area that helps you to get to that point in your sex life or, you know, in, in the, in the midst of the intimacy you're, ha you're having, then you need to, um, convey to them what it is that makes you feel good. What is so enjoyable about what they do do? Because a lot of people, like I said, want to take and down their spouse and say what they're not doing. Or they, they don't do this well. Or they're not good at that. It, it shouldn't always be about what that person is not doing. We need to learn how to be more positive and say what the person is doing. Yes. Why, I don't know, why is it that we as people focus in on the negative thing first before we focus in on something positive? Yeah. Come positive. I'm telling you, if you begin to change these things um, with your spouse and start coming to them more positive on the positive things that they do first before you jump to the negative... They will hear you clearer if you much better and much clearer than if you jump jump straight to the negative stuff first, and then you want to say, oh well, yeah, but you do do that, you know, because you got some people that say, oh yeah, you you not you know you did that, that, that. and but yeah yeah you are good at that you know, and then they still dismiss it. It's not like yeah, you're really getting that praise for that because some men they want praise, mm -hmm. they just do, they want it and they crave it, and you know sometimes if we women ain't giving our husbands praise. Then some other woman out there start giving it to them. And the next thing you know, they mindset want to be around this woman because they're constantly getting that praise from her. So, no, we as wives need to be praising our husbands, okay, as well as they need to be, you know, praising us as well. You know, it goes hand in hand. You know, loving us, showing us, telling us. We want to hear these things. You know, I don't know why when folks are in a long-term relationship, that they feel like they can't, they not supposed to tell their spouse or they woman that they're with that they're beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with you telling your man he's handsome. I tell my husband all the time. He's sexy, he's fine, all those things. I tell him that all the time. I don't want him, no other woman out there telling my husband these things because I already know these things about my husband and so therefore I tell him myself. We women need to be bold enough to say these things to our spouses. Okay? Amen. Okay. Number five is be open to each other's ideas and don't be so old fashioned that you can't explore different ideas. Some people so old fashioned, they only want a missionary position. They only want, you know, maybe her on top or whatever, it, whatever that situation may be. They only want to explore those things. They don't want to explore nothing different, a different room, a different setting, a different, uh, you know, way. Um, maybe, you know, you got some pe people out there that like to bring toys into their bedroom. That's something we don't need. That's something we don't do. But there's nothing wrong with you do doing that if that's what you both like. It's all about what you both like. It's all about what you both enjoy, what you both, you know, can handle and what you both, you know, want to do with each other. It's all about that. And long as the couple is in agreement with each other to, to have sex the way that they want to have it or intimacy the way they want to have it, there's nothing wrong with it. And so be open to that. Don't just be stuck on one thing. 
Yes. You have anything to say on that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, some people, like you said, they go to the extreme. They go to the extreme in it. When you talk about sex, you know, the Bible says the marriage bed is undefiled. Mm-hmm. That's between you and your spouse, which you bring into your bedroom. Yes. That's between you, them, and God. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but, that's right. But as long as you come to an agreement, you know. Yes, as long as you come into that agreement. And then the last one, number six, is just be clear. Be totally clear on what your boundaries are what it is you expect, what it is you want, and what it is you like, and your spouse do the same for you, and y'all come together on that agreement, you want to have the best sex life ever and the best sex ever because now you're on the same page. Now you're on one accord. You know, instead of one person wanting it one day and that person, you know, comes to them and want it and that person says no, you know, and all these kind of things. No, if that's the case, then make some appointments then for sex. Make some appointments for, like, like if you're going on a date night, make sure, or if you're going to go on a date night, then you're going to be ready for sex that night. Maybe that person wants wants to be intimate with you. Intimacy is not just about sex. It's about y'all coming together as one. It's about y'all being intimate in the sense of, oh, I just love him and I just love her. And that's the way it's supposed to be. That's what God created it for, intimacy. Yep. For us to want to be together. Yes. Right? Yep. It's so good. All right. Yeah. So I hope I helped y'all out there with you the sex us talk. A lot. I did. Yeah, <laughs> okay. You seem like you rushing me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just wanted to. I, no, while you were talking, I just wanted to throw this one in. This last one. Just pray for each other and face those problems together. Yes, pray for each other and face those problems together. And I'm telling you, you're gonna have a better sex life. You really mm-hmm. are because having a sex talk is really um important. Okay. So make sure you have sex talk time, okay? Schedule some sex talks time so that y'all can sit down and really pull this thing together so that that part is not pulling you guys away from each other. You want to pull, you want to come back in, you know, to oneness with each other. And enjoy each other. And enjoy it. And enjoy your marriage and enjoy life together. Mm -hmm. That's what you want to Okay, so anyway, thank y'all so much for joining us for the Marriage Cafe tonight. I pray that, like I said, we helped y'all in those things. Uh, You know, it helps us to help y'all. You know what I mean? It really does. And when we're having these talks with y'all, it really helps us too. So I want to say thank you so much to the Hills because we had a um, call on last Sunday with the Hills, uh, Pastor Hill and her husband. And I just want to lift them up and y'all keep them to lift up in prayer, um, you know, for their business and stuff. Cause they got their own business as well as ministry and they're working hard together. You know, I just think that's so awesome when a husband and wife can work together. That's, yes. uh, that's a blessing. So, um, yes, keep them in your prayers. We're going to have them on, uh, soon to talk about their marriage and how they met and those kind of things. It was just so much fun talking with them. So, yes. We just want to let them know we love them. So anyway, we thank y'all so much for um, joining us tonight. Like I said, make sure you get our podcast. If you're not getting our podcast, make sure you sign up for them. They're free. You could go to um, our site to actually sign up for them. You can actually go to Daily Marriage Wisdom and you can sign up right there. Or, you know, I always post things on uh, Facebook um, and or, you know, where you can actually go. So anyway, I just want to say we love y'all so much. Thank you so much. We're so glad to be back. And, um, yes, don't forget, get the book, get our book, definitely our book, marriage, uh, a cup of daily wisdom for your marriage, as well as married with the moments. 
we have another engagement actually coming up, so we're going to let you guys know about it. I'm working on some things uh, as far as that is concerned right now. It's going to be in March. Um, we have another speaking engagement in March so that you guys could join us, okay? So anyway, love y'all. We're going to pray that you guys have a blessed week. So come on, Bishop, let's pray. You pray, I'll break. All right. Hallelujah. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come yeah, to you, Lord so God. Just thank you for this blessed, wonderful, and most fantabulous day and time together. Thank you so much, Father God, for all that you are doing for every married couple under the sound of my voice and every couple that's dating, Father. Yes. Lord, we just want to say we love them and we thank you for everyone that tunes in, Father God. We thank you so much for all the listeners, Father God, of the podcast. And we thank you so much, Lord God, for what you are doing in the Marriage Cafe. This year, 2023, is going to be the best, most blessed yes, year Lord. ever for marriage all around the world and under the sound of our voices. We thank you so much. If you stay with us, I promise you, you will have a, a beautiful marriage by the time this year ends. I'm trying to tell you, you're going to really be on one accord with your spouse. Thank you so much, guys. We love y'all and bless y'all. Have a blessed and most wonderful week. Um, yes. and, and, and we'll see you guys here again on next Sunday. Okay. At six. All right. Anyway. Amen. 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 We love y'all, and we're going to see you guys soon. All right? God bless. God bless y'all. Bye-bye.